This is the Real Positive Girl Podcast, and I am your host, Sabrina, and I am here chatting with you about your emotions, your mental health struggles, how to take those first few steps towards being more vulnerable, being more honest, and being more self-aware. I love self-awareness, guys. And we do that two times a week over here. So welcome to the fam, the party, the community, if you are new here. And, you know, today we're going to be chatting about how to shift from unhealthy habits into healthy habits, kind of a pickup from last week's conversation. But before we get into that, let me just ask you a quick question. Have we become friends yet? online. I know. If you're not new here, you know I ask you that every single week, but again, what is your answer? Have we become friends? If yes, let's make it more real by sending a message so we can at least say, hi, hello, how are you doing? And if not, I encourage you to check the show notes below for my name on socials. I am at Sabrina Joy Prozo on both Instagram and TikTok. And on Twitter, I am at Real Sabrina Joy. So please, if you're on Twitter, send like you know, come and like tweet at me, follow me. I would love that. I am trying to just like, and I feel like I'm doing a good job of like commenting on other things, retweeting really helpful mental health and mindset uh, psychologists and folks over there. And then also just tweeting out my own thoughts uh, based on things that I'm learning throughout the day and wanting to share. So it's like kind of in real time, what's going through my brain or uh, sharing the podcast or like whatever, some other deep insights. So I'd love for you to join me over there. My next question for you is, have you signed up for the weekly newsletter? Or this question suggested a topic I should talk about or checked out the planner journal hybrid I have for sale on, on Amazon. If not, I just want you to take a quick little peek at the show notes and you will find links to all of those things. Heads up. The newsletter that was sent out this week is different than it has been. So if you've been kind of waiting, or maybe you did subscribe to the newsletter and then you unsubscribe because you're like, this is not my vibe, it is different now. I'm trying to be more impactful with less things, and I'm trying to get more feedback on like fun things to add into it, but not make it too much. So I kind of just like changed a few of like quote unquote articles that I was writing in there. So check it out, subscribe. I think you'll like it. And again, just check out all of those things down there in the show notes. And then I'm also asking for anyone that would like to support my goal of sharing mental health and mindset content online in full time uh, to find a way to contribute if you would like via Cash App or Patreon or however you would like to give a monetary donation. That is totally fine if you want to do that. But if not, you can still just listen to the show and share it with as many people as possible and that is a really, really, really big help. Like seriously, for reals, it's a huge help. So whatever you would like to do, I am grateful for every single decision and thought that you have and choice that you make, uh, even just being here and just being like, I can't do anything. And that's totally fine. So check all that out. I look forward to meeting you on social soon. Now let's go ahead and jump right into our topic, which is how to shift from unhealthy habits into healthy habits. Habits dictate your life. One of the most unhealthy habits that I have been working on shifting into a healthier habit, like kind of transforming it, is people pleasing. <laughs> and you know, you might not think about people pleasing as a traditional habit, but I see it as a habit because it's something I perpetually did that was created out of repetition and continually triggered by the need 
for the reward at the end, which created that loop. That's what I mentioned in the last episode, which for me, the reward was love, acceptance, and appreciation. And, you know, the desire to want and what I felt was needing those things because I was not receiving those things at home. And when I was, it just wasn't consistent, right? I had like a very broken kind of upbringing with lots of drama and things happening. And so I was not consistently getting those things because my parents had their own problems that they were heartily focusing on. And that's fine, right? Um, I'm definitely, you know, it might sound like I'm bitter about that. I'm not really, I kind of like spent a long time moving forward from it. My mom is no longer living on this earth. So it doesn't really matter. I tend to focus on the appreciation of her and what she did do regard like instead of like the terrible things that she did. It's just what I choose. And then my dad and I don't have a relationship. I just chose not to. It just became too, you know, murky. And I've kind of just like let that go, right? But I bring it into here because it gives a great context and examples of things uh, that I've grown through and figured out. So that's where the love, acceptance, and appreciation that, you know, that drive, that need, that desire to want those things, which was the reward of me being a people pleaser for everyone. And it's something that I'm constantly working on, but do feel like I have successfully shifted most of it into a healthier habit that is more me putting myself first, not depending on external validation, which is that can like just like suck you in so quickly and acceptance and being okay with rejection, right? And, you know, I feel like the being okay with rejection thing is like the hardest one, <laughs> but you know, we're working, we're moving forward. It's gonna, it's gonna be good. Um, and again, it's a, it's a daily battle, at least for me. Uh, but I can recognize that I have come a long way. And even me saying that can demonstrate and recognize that I've come a long way of having confidence and belief in myself that I have come a long way. And it's totally okay that, you know, me, you, anyone are continually working on keeping a habit healthy because at least you're doing the work and not letting it turn you into a victim of just being like, oh, what was me? I can't do anything. So it's, it's, it's fine. You know, if you think that you're continually trying to work on a habit and, and cut it out of your life. Yes, give yourself a high five and a pat on the back that at least, at least you're working on it. And, you know, it can be really difficult to determine like when we're thinking about habits and unhealthy habits and healthy ones and ones that are good for us or how we ever, how we ever, how we would ever qualify something as an unhealthy habit. And it can be really difficult to determine if the habit that you are engaging in is unhealthy especially if you've been doing it for a long time and if it hasn't caused any trouble that you can see, right? It could just be like a perspective thing. And if no one has said anything about it, but despite all that, you might be engaging in unhealthy habits that are holding you back from having and being so much more than you are right now. And it just really sucks to think about that right? <laughs> Which is not the best mentality to be in because we should really be focusing more on the present and like what we can do now. But when we consider all the things that we could have missed out on or the things that we're not engaging in because we are allowing these unhealthy habits to hold us hostage and hold us back, it just really sucks. It's just like, ugh, why can't I get it together? Those are the questions at least I ask myself in my mind, often out loud, uh, when other people are not around. And 
it helps me. Actually, I've noticed that a lot that processing things out loud by asking myself questions and really diving into self-awareness out loud in the privacy of my own office or room or bathroom or whatever is helpful because it feels like I'm actually having a conversation with someone, even though I'm only having a conversation with myself. It's not that we're crazy. We're not. We're just really engaging in a real conversation to help get our mind set straight where it needs to be aligned with what is happening. But again, you might be engaging in unhealthy habits that are holding you back, and it's important for us to recognize that and then take action to make a change. In the previous episode that I've already kind of mentioned at the top of the show, uh, we chatted about how to create habits that align with our goals. And again, that episode is literally the one that came out right before this one, episode 470. And listen to that because it talked all about um, how we can create habits that align with our goals. And it was a really good one. Um, but and yeah, it was crucial, I would say, actually, especially to this whole thing of like understanding habits and creating habits and and uh, making sure those are set up to serve and benefit us the most. Um, but yeah, it's crucial because if you're living with habits that don't align with your goals, which is a part of the journey into our futures and moving forward, right? And becoming our best selves every single day, then we won't get there. <laughs> we just won't. We won't get there. And we might not even realize we are drifting into a different direction than we anticipated, right? It's like you think that you're going a certain way, direction, and you're not. You're actually like slowly drifting off center and you don't even realize it. You don't even realize it until you're like, wait, whoa, where are we? It's like you're in the plane and you're like, you know, it's as if you're in Air Force One and you're like in the back just like chilling, you're not looking out the windows, and all of a sudden you come and do like a little, like a little quick check out the window. And you're like, "Where are we? Whoa, we are way off course, right? You're just not on the course that you thought that you were on." And so, I just encourage you to listen to that episode if you haven't yet, because it will help a ton with the key points and aligning both habits and goals, which is really important for you achieving your goals in the most efficient and beneficial way. Okay, but today we are going to talk about. We're going to chat about how we can shift away from unhealthy habits into healthy habits, which will allow us to work towards our goals. And again, becoming our best selves, which is different every single day, but something that we should be continually striving for because we'll learn so much in that experience, process, and endeavor that we take on. So I'm about to, I'm about to get, <laughs> I was just like, yeah, let's jump in. Wait, no. We have to do our normal thing. So before I give you the tips, I do want to preface this with the tips and advice I'm about to give you are based on my own knowledge and research and the, my own experiences and the experiences of others that I'm able to share. If you find that after hearing these tips and advice that it does not align with how you would prefer to shift from unhealthy habits into healthy habits, that's totally fine. I encourage you to go seek out a counselor or a therapist and like have that one-on-one -on -one time to figure out what would align best for you to figure out how to shift from unhealthy habits into healthy habits. If you don't want to do that, that's totally fine. You can just head over to our best friend. What's their name? Google. Google is our best friend. And type in how to shift from unhealthy habits two healthy habits, and you'll get a lot of like blogs and videos and articles and research and this and that and the other, and maybe books to read. And that could help you. It could. And because I'm not ever going to sit here and be like, 
oh, my advice is the tried and true and the only thing that you need and the only thing that'll help you and the only right one. It's not because it's all based on research. (laughs) Me like reading stuff and breaking it down and compiling it together and sharing with you because I know it'll be beneficial. So, but it doesn't mean that it's going to work for everyone. I make no promises. So, but I think it will be really helpful. And I think that just give it a listen and see. Okay. All right. So here are five tips on how to shift from unhealthy habits into healthy habits. Number one, identify the unhealthy habit you're going to change. You're probably like, groundbreaking, Sabrina. Oh my gosh. Didn't realize we'd have to choose one. Yes, I know. But hey, it's it's a flow. It's a flow. <laughs> Actually, and I don't often say this, but these tips, I, I would suggest going in the order that I am presenting them to you, but still, do as you wish. Uh, identify the unhealthy habit you're going to change. So choose which habit or habits, if it's multiple, totally fine, you're going to change and be as specific as possible, okay? So if your unhealthy habit is like just not exercising, like be more specific. It's just like, okay, well, my unhealthy habit is not exercising enough, so maybe you only do it every now and again, or maybe your unhealthy habit is not exercising in a certain way. So maybe you take walks, but you would like to add in... Actually, that wouldn't be an unhealthy habit because walking is like legit a healthy habit. So it's just more of like, okay, well, I am not working out and I want to shift that into like working out. But it's like, you should be more specific. You'd be like, okay, well, I want to not sit around on the couch all day and not want to like go up flights of stairs and not want to park far in the parking lot. And I want to like no longer feel so unhealthy that I want to switch to incorporating this many days of fitness doing this kind of thing every week or whatever, you know? So choose the habit, the unhealthy habit or habits that you would like to change. And again, specificity is the sole narrative. John Hodgman says that all the time. It's one of my favorite quotes of all time. You got to get specific. And if you aren't sure how to identify if your habit is healthy or unhealthy, right? Uh, Like if it's already a good thing that you're doing or it's actually not and you just have never realized that it's not healthy, think about its impact on both your physical and mental health. So let's say that the unhealthy habit is eating like tons of sugar, right? So you eat dessert like multiple times a day and you've realized that maybe it could be contributing to like your stomach pains or your the way that your your skin and your body reacts to you eating that much sugar or like drops in energy throughout throughout the day maybe you've gained weight maybe you have like sugar withdrawals when you don't get it at certain times like all of these things right just really think about the impact of the habit on your physical and your mental health and like consider if it's you feel like it's actually negatively impacting or maybe you think it is but you're not quite sure and you're willing to test it out okay and then after you do that consider the atmosphere that you are practicing this habit and how it feels so does it feel positive supportive and impactful so does eating like sugary things multiple times a day does that feel positive does it feel supportive in the things that you are going after and how you want to live your life does it feel impactful for like getting through the day and making the most out of everything that you're doing 
Or does it feel negative? Does it feel toxic, harmful, or draining? Like, ask yourself, so maybe eating that much sugar during the day is harmful because you always feel stomach aches. You've like concluded that those things um, are connected or you feel draining because you always like will get like a quick sugar rush and then all your energy will just drop away after like uh, 30 minutes to an hour or so, right? And so just really consider like, like the atmosphere you're doing this habit in and like how it really is feeling to you. And be honest, be honest about everything in regards to yourself. Like there's no reason to lie to yourself. There just really isn't, especially if it's just in your mind and you're not sharing it with anyone else. So if you do feel subconscious, subconscious, if you do feel like just very uncomfortable and not wanting to have anyone else uh, know about these like truths that you're admitting to yourself, um, then that's fine. Just say it in your mind, but there's no reason to uh, lie to yourself at all. Okay. Um, so yeah, so to consider the atmosphere and then, and then the last thing that you do to determine whether it's like healthy or unhealthy, examine whether your habit aligns with your goals and values. So again, we're back to that, like back to that, like the episode that I was referring to that's right before this one is like, do, does that habit align with your goals and your values? So often unhealthy habits will conflict with your goals and prevent you from achieving those goals or taking much longer than it should, or get get in the way of the values that you have for yourself and for your life. And so let's say that your goal is to like climb Mount Everest or something like that. It might sound out like out of this world kind of like goal, but it's more common than you think. A lot of people want to climb that, or maybe you just want to like go and climb like a really tall mountain or something. And I don't like, then you might consider, okay, well, does eating sugar multiple times a day and having these energy drops and how I'm feeling, does that align with this goal of wanting to climb a mountain? No, probably not because you don't want to feel like how crappy you do now while you're trying to climb a freaking mountain. (laughs) You know what I mean? Or if your goal is to be able to like run a half marathon, that eating a bunch of sugar every day does not align with running a half marathon, right? And it might be more difficult if you're comparing like, okay, well, does eating sugar every day align with my goal of getting like a promotion at work? That one's a little like harder to tell. It's like, okay, well, you'd have to dig a little bit deeper. It won't just be on the surface for you. You'll have to really evaluate, okay, well, if I do eat a bunch of sugar every day, do those do those drops in energy affect me at work? Do I feel like I could focus better and have more energy and be able to focus easier and not have like headaches come upon me if I were to eat less sugar? And then that would help me to uh, fast track my goal of getting a promotion at work because I'm able to focus more and not feel like crap and have more energy. You know, kind of like those kind of things. So identify the unhealthy habit. Again, if you have trouble doing that, uh, follow those quick steps of like identifying um, if the if like it's how it impacts you on your physical and mental health, and then consider the atmosphere that you're practicing this habit in and how it makes you feel, and then examine whether that habit aligns with your goals and your values, and you'll be able to determine like okay, this is healthy, this is unhealthy, and then you'll be able to select if that's the one that you want to work on, changing and shifting right now. So identify the unhealthy habit you're going to change. Number two, create a plan for shifting 
to the new healthy habit. Create a plan for shifting to the new healthy habit. The plan should include which habit you decided to shift into, like the healthy one, and the steps you'd like to take to get there. And again, when we take steps, they do not have to be like taking two stairs at a time. Also, why are we doing that? I like, I think there's been times where I was taking two stairs at a time because I had some sort of need to get up the stairs quicker, which just sounds so exhausting even thinking about it. When I could just easily run up the stairs as opposed to like potentially tripping up stairs because I'm trying to take two at a time. No, um, but you don't have to take like those are not the kind of steps that you need to take. Even like a tiptoe forward would be enough for you to take a step in the in like the the better, more beneficial, healthy direction. You know what I mean? So yeah, the plan should include the healthy habit that you want to shift into. And then the steps you'd like to take to get there. So just as goals need to be measurable and specific, and that is straight out of like the smart goals, like the, um, the, uh, oh, why am I, I'm missing the word in my brain. <laughs> uh, it's the S-M-A-R-T smart goals acronym. That's the word I was looking for, acronym, uh, where, uh, that like start with like specific and measurable goals. Just as your goals need to be measurable and specific, so does your plan that you create to shift into this healthy habit. So you, when it's measurable, you're able to like set a time frame of when you would like to be at the end to the point where you would achieve the goal, like, or you like hit the final step of the plan, be where you want to be, right? And then, so like how long it will take, and then also kind of like measuring the progress of milestones that you would hit on your way to achieving the goal or like the plan ending, you know what I mean? And so it's measurable in that way. And then it's specific by like having those specific times and having specific milestones that would highlight moments where this progress really just needs to be um, celebrated and shouted out and documented because you have come this far. So if you're unsure what the healthy habit should be that you would shift into, consider one that aligns with your goals, of course, we've already talked about, and that could be the antithesis of your unhealthy goal, so like the opposite of the unhealthy goal. So here's an example of a couple goals and like the opposite that you could take on as the healthy alternative. So if your unhealthy goal, or excuse me, goal, of your unhealthy habit is negative self-talk, which is an unhealthy habit that all of us need to continually be working our way out of. If it is negative self-talk, you would naturally transition to positive self-talk, which is harder than it sounds. Another example is if the unhealthy habit is obsessive worrying and ruminating and always just seeing over and over about things that have already happened, then you would want to shift into mindfulness, which is the practice of, you know, focusing on being in the present in the right now and not allowing the past to continue to cloud you and drag you and hold you back, right? Or the last example is if the unhealthy habit is self-isolation where you keep yourself away from everyone and you don't talk to anyone and you just like deal with your pain and your issues privately, alone, without any support, 
the antithesis or the opposite of that would be seeking help. So whether that's from friends, family, someone that you trust, counselor, therapist, whomever, instead of like doing it all alone and feeling like you have to do it alone, you'd actually seek help. So that would be going from the unhealthy habit to the healthy habit. If we were talking about the example that I was giving earlier where the unhealthy habit is eating uh, sugar multiple times a day, like sugary foods, and you want to shy away from that, the uh, healthy goal would to would be to um, not eat as much sugary foods during the day and eat something that's healthier, like swapping that out with a protein snack or maybe a dairy snack if you can have dairy. I cannot have dairy right now. so. Uh, but uh, And I know I'm not everyone. I'm just saying like if you can't, then, you know, something else. Maybe it's like a uh, some sort of um, fat, like a nut, you know, or like a nut butter or something. And, or like a, you know, complex carb or something where you would shift into having a different type of snack that would still fulfill the need of wanting a snack, but something that's healthier and would prolong your energy and not drag you down. So create the plan for shifting to the new healthy habit once you've chosen the healthy habit. Again, the steps that you take for the plan to be fulfilled can be very small and they don't need to happen overnight and they don't need to be complex and over the top and flashy or whatever. It literally could just be, you know, if we're dealing with like negative self-talk to positive self-talk, it could be like, okay, all I'm going to do is just try to like notice when I'm talking negatively to myself, because maybe I don't always notice and maybe I let things slip by and maybe my unconscious, like my subconscious self saying like all those negative things, it's like passive aggressive. So I don't always like notice it, right? You're just going to start noticing it, right? And then maybe the next step that you'll do is when you notice it, you'll write yourself a little note, whether it's on your phone or on a notepad or somewhere, you'll write yourself a note so that you can just compile how often it's happening right? And then maybe the next step is to kind of write down what those negative self-talk, like phrases, words, whatever, those things that are happening, write down what it is Mm -hmm. so that you know, and you have like a log basically. And then the next step could be, okay, well, when I start having one, then I need to turn it into something else. Actually, maybe the step before that is that if you take a whole log of like maybe like a week of you saying negative self-talk things and like writing them down, then the next step could be, okay, well, now I'm going to think about these negative things that I tell myself and then think of like a positive thing that's the opposite of that that I could tell myself the next time I think of it. And then keep that with the other notes, maybe on my phone, on the go, so that if I'm out and I have a negative thought and have like negative self-talk about myself, I can maybe look on my phone and be like, is this one that I've had before? And what was the positive thing that I said that I should say to myself instead, right? And then just getting into that habit. You see what I mean? Like these steps feel very small and it feels like the first few, the first few couple steps, you're not really doing a lot, but that's fine. You're like easing your way in so you don't like burn out quickly and give up on doing it at all and continuing, you know? So take it slow, take it easy. It's worth it to do it this way because then, again, you won't just give up. You won't feel like it's too hard, too much, overwhelming, a burden, right? If you just like try to just jump right in with everything you have inside of you 
and just try to like let it all go. It's kind of like the cold turkey method, but like on an extreme amount of energy. It could be a lot, especially if you have other things going on in your life that are take a lot of your energy and time. I just don't think it's the way. Just the way. I mean, makes me think of the Mandalorian. And um, like this is the way. But that I that is not the way. The way is to take it slow. Like take it slow. Create little progress steps, milestones to hit. And I feel like you're golden. So create a plan for shifting to the new healthy habit. Number three, stay consistent. You're probably like, Sabrina, how is stay consistent a tip? It is. It's a reminder that you need to, we all need to stay consistent. You know, make changes to your normal routine to no longer fit the old habit and swap in the new habit, okay? So for the po- for the negative self-talk and to shift into the positive self-talk, if there are circumstances, experiences, triggers that correlate to, I was looking for that word earlier as well, correlate (laughs) in my brain. If there are experiences, triggers, and events that correlate to you speaking negatively to yourself, then document that, remember that, and then try to maybe take time away from those things for a little bit as you retrain your brain. Or if you cannot do that, which I understand, like we're living in the real world here, is when you go to those things, already be like prepped and ready with like a three to one strategy or at least a two to one. So if you know that you constantly have negative self-talk while you're at these events or afterwards because of whatever's happening, you need to be ready to go with positive self-talk like phrases, affirmations, reminders, ready to go, written down on the notes app in your phone or whatever, or on a piece of paper in your pocket so that the moment those start, you can just whip it out and be like, no, I'm not going to say that terrible thing about myself. I am going to say this. And I am going to say this. And I'm not going to put myself down in front of other people. I'm going to lift myself up and I am going to be proud of who I am. It's very difficult to do this if you have not done this. I'm going to admit that to you. It'll take time. It won't happen overnight. However, if it does happen overnight, I really hope that you tell me and you send me an email and tell me all about it. And I'd love to chat with you because I think that'd be fan-freaking-tastic. But often it does not happen just overnight. So, you know, be patient, but be consistent. So make changes to your normal routine to no longer fit the old habit, which would be the negative self-talk. Cut that out because you already have positive self-talk things to hit yourself right back and be like, no. I'm not going to be negative. I'm going to be positive. If the habit is the whole like eating too many sugary foods things and you need to shift over eating to like healthier snacks during the day, then the thing that you would need to do is stop buying sugary snacks. So I understand, and even my doctor told me this because I had to start an elimination diet at the top of this year that I'm still currently on. She was like, okay, well, I don't want you to be wasteful with the food that you're not allowed to eat anymore. Like continue eating it and then start after you finished it or an idea that I had, which is just to like see if anyone else, you know, wants that food or donate it if you can so that you're not being like wasteful. So if this whole sugar thing is if you have a lot of like sugary foods and stuff, that kind of stuff, I would say try to like either get through it if, the, if you're okay with that or like give it to someone else and not just throw it all away. I know it might feel good to throw it all away, but I just don't want to promote waste. So it's up to you. It's whatever you want to do. But the change to your normal routine would you not would 
would be to not have that stuff in your house. And then maybe over time you can start having a few of those things in the house because you are stronger and you're not going to just like, you know, immediately only eat those things. You know what I mean? So make changes to your normal routine. to no longer fit the old habit and swap in the new habits. You get rid of those sugary foods and have all the, you know, um, ready to go, fancy, not fancy, but you know, good, healthier snacks. And then create reminders for yourself to incorporate the new habit and let go of the old habit. So if you cannot get rid of sugary foods and snacks because other people in your home eat them, then what I would do if I was in that situation is I would write myself notes, like literal paper notes, like post-its or like sticky notes, whatever, and post them like on the fridge, in the pantry, wherever the food is, and be like, I don't, and I would write myself a note, like, I don't need this food. I should go eat this instead. Or this is not going to help me. This is not going to help me reach my goals. I would write myself like little notes and then stick them everywhere. And that would encourage me to not give in to that unhealthy habit. So I hope that would help you to make that, like, make it so that it would be a good reminder to yourself. If it's the negative self-talk to the positive self-talk, you could definitely do the strategy that I shared online recently for uh, Valentine's Day or the whole month of February. Or actually, I think we it, we should all incorporate it all through the year, which is to write uh, little positive affirmations, compliments on like a sticky note. And my example of that was writing one every day, like through Valentine's Day on my daughter's on a sticky note and putting it on my daughter's bedroom door for her to read every day to like empower her and encourage her and show that I loved her. And it's also like her birthday month. So it kind of like all tied in together with Valentine's birthdays and all that stuff. But we could do this for ourselves by putting positive affirmations, positive self-talks like stuck around our house. Maybe we'll have like uh, reminders pop up on our phones, in our calendars, all types of things because it would be, wow, that just you know, thinking about that out loud, that just gave me a really great idea that you can use if you would like. And I can't promise this is a great idea. I think it's a great idea in the moment. I'll have to test it. But when I thought about putting like notes in your calendar, I was thinking, oh my goodness, I could do this for our employees at work where I would like quote unquote schedule a meeting, but the meeting title would be like some sort of encouraging affirmation. So I'd only put it as like a 15 minute appointment. And it would just be like a random reminder that popped up that day. Oh my gosh, is that a good idea? And then like people wouldn't know. Well, they would, I guess. I don't know how you would make it so like they wouldn't know until the day it happened. Because if you scheduled it in advance, then they would know it's coming. But we use Google Calendar, so I'd have to figure out how that works. If I could, or maybe I would just have to like set myself a reminder to do it that day and then like have it pop up. But regardless, or we do use company um, messaging uh, Slack for company messaging. And so in Slack, you can actually schedule messages to go out um, at a later date in the future. And I could just schedule like affirmations to go out to people. Anyway, that was like a, a side tangent that I wasn't expecting. But I feel like it's a good idea. You know, can you schedule text messages yet on iPhone? That would be cool too, to just like send out reminders to other people. Um, but anyway... There's so many different ways, right, for that one example. So, um, so yeah, so if you wanted to, you know, create reminders for yourself in regards to 
negative self-talk to positive self-talk. Again, let's leave notes for yourself, reminders on your phone. Um, and maybe even uh, get your friends and family involved and they can share those with you randomly as well. And it'll just kind of like continue to develop and be repetitive in your brain. You'll be able to just like, you know, recall one up really quick when you are uh, engaged in negative self-talk and it'll just help you to shift out of that. You know what I mean? So stay consistent by making changes to your normal routine and create reminders for yourself to, to incorporate the new habit and let go of the old habit. Number four, Number four is practice self-compassion. Practice self-compassion. I wanted to make sure that this was definitely a tip because I think it's one that we often forget in doing so many things in our lives. But I want you to know that you will mess up and regress back, and that's expected and acceptable. Absolutely acceptable. We need to be kind to ourselves when we take a step backward in our growth journeys because we will. We will regress, you know? No one is perfect, so we need to stop pretending like we need to be. And I feel like the more of us that stop pretending that we need to be perfect, it'll just catch on like a trend, guys. That'd be great. Hopefully a trend that just lasts forever. Um, But yeah, no one's perfect, so we need to stop pretending like we need to be. And don't throw in the towel after you fail or make a mistake, because as I say, uh, mistakes and failures are our best learning lessons, Don't throw in the towel after you make a mistake or fail. Just learn from the experience and move forward. Glean the information that you need, the learning lessons, and move forward, right? Don't allow it to break you down and and, uh, falsely, falsely label you as something that you are not. You are working towards things. You are making moves. Just be more compassionate to yourself. You will mess up and regress, and that's okay, and it's expected. It's expected. A lot of people don't admit that, but it's true. And not in a negative way. Not like, oh my gosh, you're going to do this and you're going to mess up. No, it's like, yeah, you're going to do this and you're going to mess up because you're going to figure out the best way to do it for you and how it works best. And then you're going to be able to share that with someone else. And then they're going to learn from it too. And it's going to be great. And you're going to figure out what works for you and what doesn't. So practice self-compassion when you are shifting from unhealthy goals. Goals. Why do I keep saying goals, guys? When you, when you, so practice uh, self-compassion when you are shifting from unhealthy habits into healthy habits because there will be a little regression and like just tension there, figuring that out, what's best for you, but it'll be absolutely amazing. Okay, number five and our last tip on this list is celebrate your progress. Celebrate your progress. This is something that I've been talking about a lot lately, I feel like is celebrating your progress, celebrating every single moment, big, small, or medium size. It's all important. Everything, everything that's a step forward towards your goal and change needs to be celebrated. Everything. Everything that is, that's a step forward towards your goal and change needs to be celebrated. It truly does. You know, it all matters every single moment. This is also how you can foster motivation to not give up on this change and recognize all the work that you're putting in because motivation is fleeting, which is why we need to rely on discipline more uh, because that will help us to get through the days where we are not motivated. We don't, we can't find the thing that'll just like fill us with the energy that we'll need. We'll just have to continue to push forward because that's discipline in play. But we can foster more motivation if we get in the habit of celebrating every single progress point and milestone. 
because we are recognizing that we are progressing forward. They were make we're making we're making strides. We're getting closer, even if it's like the teeny tiniest like little like scooch, you know, forward. It's progress, baby, and that's what matters. I can't believe I said that. It's progress, baby, <laughs> but it is. It's progress. It's progress that matters. It does. So celebrate your progress every single moment. It's all worth it because it's all a step forward. And just because you might regress backward, which you will, because we will sometimes, it just happens. It doesn't mean that you can't celebrate that progress step again. You can celebrate it again because you're like, okay, well, I'm here again. And this time I'm going to pass it. And you're going to tell yourself that, encourage yourself and motivate yourself. And it's going to be fantastic. So celebrate your progress. But that's it. That's all I have to share with you today, you guys, talking about, you know, tips on how to shift from unhealthy habits into healthy habits, which is really helpful because when you have healthy habits that align with your goals, you're able to achieve your goals easier, more efficiently, more completely, to be honest. And you enjoy your life more, I believe, (laughs) more happiness, more contentment. But Thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl podcast again with me, Sabrina. I just really hope that you liked this episode, you found it helpful, and that you know you share it with other people and let them know that there's quick, there's five quick tips that they need if they struggle with shifting from unhealthy habits to healthy habits. Uh, don't forget to take a little peek down in the show notes for you know all the links that I shared and coming to say hi to me on social media and letting us become friends. But until next time. Have a good one, and I will see y'all in the next episode. Bye, everyone.